0: what's going on guys welcome back to card talk as always i'm ryan joined by tyler and lou today's episode is going to be just a wide variety of different topics but we've got to start with lou is confused with cards (laughs) um (sighs) i want to preface
2: all of this with last night i had an epiphany Mm. and i feel like i'm the people that i am I feel like the people that I that we like joke about Mm. and like I feel like the people who are like I don't get this this is stupid I don't like it so it's not real Mm -hmm. right so I'm I'm having an inner conversation with myself I'm like do I I, let's use Top Shot as the example there is nothing on we're going to talk about Top Shot more in a little bit but like there is nothing hotter on planet earth right now it feels like than Top Shot and I just can't figure it out, right? Like I just can't, I I can't understand for the life of me what everyone's doing. And it's like, yeah, we're just buying them for four hundred, and then you sell them for seven hundred. I'm like, why? And I think a lot of people, and then people's response to that is like, well, why do you sell a a Zion for five hundred, and then flip, buy a Zion for five hundred, and then sell it for six fifty? It's like, I I don't know, but it feels real to me and top shot does not and i can't totally figure out what the difference is um and so and then last night i'm like hey i'm gonna try to be part of the cool club i'm gonna try to get a top shot pack and then i get signed out i can't get signed back in so i can't even get a top shot pack like it's just like a it's a mess and and between with that and what's going on i thought i had a grasp on this whole lebron kobe mj thing i do not so I, I, I just don't know what's going on, and I feel very out of the loop, and I feel very confused, and I don't know if you guys feel the same, but I, it just feels like absolute chaos at the moment, and that's where I am.
1: It is absolute chaos, but it's always been absolute chaos, but clarify your uh, Kobe-LeBron comment you mean now that we're seeing, are we seeing a bit of a pullback in some of those areas? It's a little bit of a
2: pullback slash like slowdown. I thought it'd be a little bit hotter than it actually turned out to be. Um yeah, like I thought we were on a I thought we were on a full on like full steam ahead to LeBron fifty K tops Chrome and it just didn't happen. They're back down below like thirty three, thirty-five right now mm-hmm. on eBay. Last I looked, so uh yeah. I'm confused.
1: So uh do you remember or I'm gonna like remove from uh ourselves from cards for a second. Lines around the block for uh dunks last summer was or two summers ago maybe it was like huge nike dunks were back and supreme and all of this stuff like we've always talked about people like stuff people want stuff people want to collect and then fomo is grander than ever right now we also i think people are like looking for comfort and just want things and what's happening with top shot you know the the what- what will be interesting in what we've talked about with base cards or Clyde Edwards Hilaire, for that matter to me, it's all the same game. It's all the same game. People lack of and I don't say this in a negative way. I say this in people see some, you know the amount of people that bought Bitcoin at fifty five thousand and then it goes to forty eight and they wake up this morning today, recording on February 23rd, they're like, yo, it was the dumbest thing ever. Why'd you tell me to do that? And it's like, well, it's up 50% in the last month still at 48, you know? And so it, it's just, we are uh, in the now moment. We are a get rich quick. We are a, you know, what can this do for me? Um, we are a shiny object type of consumer base i think and i i say all that when i say not negative because there are m- so many people that have built real careers off of reselling sneakers there are people that are going to make real money off of nba top shot there are people that have made real money and and life changing money over the last 48 months or yeah for 48 months which would be four years 48 months uh in cards, right, and then just yesterday the the official p s a closing happens uh Cuban there's the golden auctions, all of this stuff happening, and people well you know you buy bitcoin at fifty five k it goes to forty eight you buy it because you think it's going to go to hundred you don't realize that you're buying in at a run that's been insane. And then when it goes down, it's, Ooh, that's bad. But if it goes up, it's like, told you so. And so I think that's what the, every, I mean, everyone being at home, the amount of communication, digital consumption, crypto cards, collecting, printing us money, the government, we just, it's just crazy town out here right now. And what I would implore and what we've talked about on this show, many, 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 many many times. And why I'm, I always feel comforted. When I'm around Ryan talking about cards is because education and patience will solve all of the confusion.
0: And Ty, that's gonna that it's a great segue into my question for for you and Lou is does like Lou's point with Top Shot and with the LeBron Kobe market is it seems and Ty, you you bring it up with like, you know with, with, with your conversation was it seems so much like we attention switch switches once a week right it was lebron kobe jordan then it's top shot next week it'll be playoff basketball and luka and zion are underpriced and then a week from after that it'll be hey trevor lawrence has rookie cards let's go to that does does it concern you how like people were buying lebron tops chromes at 48000 And now they're thirty three thousand, right? People were buying Luca Prism tens at two grand. They go to eleven hundred. It seems like the attention goes on something for you know as long as a you know new TikTok dance or a viral meme is around, right? Like a short period of time, and then as soon as the attention switches, that thing just goes down so quickly. Right? We saw it in the summer with the Ronaldo and the Messi first the prison world cup stuff, right? Like this this is this seems like cyclical where it's like everybody wants to be in top shot now. Half the people on top shot, I'm not even sure believe in top shot. It's just like they want to be a part of like the attention, it's the the, thing. the craze. Exactly. And it seems like that's a dangerous dangerous path to be on because at some point somebody gets stuck holding the bag.
2: Yeah, I think that's something that we've, like, not, cir- like, the, what you're saying, it, it, we've always talked about FOMO, but I think we've been, like, circling it more and more recently, and it's become more and more clear that it's very much, it feels like everyone is trying, everyone feels like they can get on top of the next thing before the next thing happens, but if everyone's doing the next thing, it's no longer the next thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I I just can't get out of my head, though, the the, um... You know, larger conditions at play here in that, and why I keep going back and saying that I think this summer is just going to be insane. Everything is so new and fragile. A year ago, a year ago today, February 23rd, if you said we were going to do a virtual podcast where we all record from our home and have a sponsor and put out, you know, like valuable content through just we all join a web link and have a mic and do it like it's just everything is so new everything is is being reset a bit in my opinion and and i think that with everyone being at home and information at your fingertips and at scale and looking left and looking right and this person even have this person's happy how do i do that blah 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 money you know stocks are up like crazy but people are struggling it's just i think everyone is a bit on fomo tilt or how can i get ahead a little bit or um, I listen to this influencer or that person or I listen to Car Talk or I listen to this show or that show. They have the answer. Boom. It just To me, it just keeps going back to one day at a time, educate, patience, make decisions that you feel personally confident in. It will work out. Even because if you're wrong, then you know it's you. Because what can happen is someone says, buy Luca at 1,400 and it goes to 1,000. And then you're like... This person, blah, blah, blah. shouldn't have listened to that person. No, that's on you. And then if it goes the other way, that's on you too, which is good.
2: Yeah, I think what you say it sounds a little bit, if someone just heard you say like, oh, yeah, like we're on Zoom and that's why the card world is weird. I think that sounds a little bit insane, but the context of like everything, like nothing makes any sense right now. I think is the larger point. Like nothing, nothing is adding up currently, Uh, and you know I I don't want to get too deep on it on a cards podcast. But like it it just, if everything is going to be moving so fast, um, if everything's going to be moving so fast to get back into the world of cards fully, it makes me just want to fully focus on the ultra rare and like the uh, the low population, Um, and and that's that still brings me back to LeBron autos and Kobe autos and MJ stuff like that. Um, But yeah, it's, it's very strange. It's all very strange right now.
0: Ryan, I don't know how you feel. Yeah. Lou, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I think the big, the big point in this is like, this is just getting started. Like Tyler said this summer, like we're early in this, right? Top shot's going to continue to, 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 To gain attention there's going to be more people getting in the market like i've said it before wait till barstool starts getting people in cards on a lot more you know they start producing more card content that's coming right barstool is all about you know the what 24 22 to 34 year old male i mean probably the average card collector in in most sense of the word Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I think this is just this is early, but Lou, I'm I'm still with you at this point, at, you know. While I think there's opportunities elsewhere, the the ultra rare stuff is the stuff I'm certainly more intrigued by.
2: It just seems to be the only thing that makes sense and like anything else
0: is guessing.
2: And I don't think it's a good time to be guessing.
0: Yeah, I think that's where you know that that's where it gets dangerous. Hey, I'm gonna get in on top shot, I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna you know, put in five hundred and see how it works out, or I'm gonna, you know, just go buy a LeBron and just guess and see where it works out. I think it like I said, Tyler, you mentioned earlier, the education piece of it is is important, right? Are you willing to put the time in and figure out what
1: you know, what makes sense to you? And to get us back grounded in what we've talked about for the last thirty five episodes is that if you're gonna go into top shot and spend five hundred bucks And you get the reps so that a year from now, you know, when this whole thing, you know, digital collectibles becomes a bit more of a thing, you are now educated. Great. Like if you're doing it for the reps and for the learning, similar to how we say, like, you know, keep it moving in and out on sales because you learn more each time. You understand you deal with more customers. You're, you know, interacting. You're just understanding the market more. If that's your use case, amazing.
0: I don't but think if you're just putting money in, that. thinking
1: that you're going to be able to get it out the next day at double, you're just going to end up. Even if you do, it's a slippery slope because you will get yeah, caught. It's just not realistic. Yeah, you'll yeah get I
2: think I think we can say that, right? Like, yeah, it's for the reps and all that. But like, no one's doing that. People are trying to make money right now, and that's where it's concerning.
0: Yeah, like like I said, there's always I, we've always talked about this, some of this stuff at some point, and you know. A year ago, it was, hey, if you made 10% in a month, you did pretty good. Now it's like, hey, got to make 25% in a day. And I just, I mean, that's like,
2: to be super, super honest with everyone listening, it doesn't make any fucking sense to to get a LeBron card in a pack for $9 and sell it for $1,400 the same day. It just doesn't make sense. I don't care. That's not real.
1: (laughs) I like it. I like the energy. How about random card stuff? What's going on? Let's just take a two-second, you know, switch up the energy real quick. And what are you excited about? Because I am pretty excited that Champions League is back. And for one thing to note, you know, Mbappe, who was all the rage in his base prism, ripped up to $3,000, and then it goes down to 500 and everyone forgets who he is. And then us soccer people are like, Champions League's coming. Boom, and then my man goes to Paris, like we talked about on the show last time, buries a hattie in Barcelona, or he goes to Barcelona, he's in Paris. Goes to uh, Barcelona, buries a hattie, and away we go. And I think that, again, goes back to do what you know, do what you like, education, because the the, the FOMO, the jump on after, will always be there in every market, always, Right you buy an apple the day after the phone announcement comes out or have you been reading about what they're up to for the six months prior tesla did you know that they were uh musk was probably going to add bitcoin to the balance sheet or did you buy you know buy and then whatever buy on the news sell the rumors buy the rumors sell the news that's what they call it uh so i'm pumped about i'm pumped about footy erling holland is an amazing human by the way uh sick 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 player but uh, i'm excited about the football proper football card market.
2: Um, I have in the, in the world of of football, proper football, I have been attempting to understand uh rare a little bit better. Mm. Ty, I would I know I texted you about this last night. I would like to talk about it a little bit. Uh, how it works. Uh, to be clear, it's like it's a very similar thing to a Top Shot but I would like to talk about it a little Yes and no. I would like to talk about it a little bit.
1: So um, so Rare is something we've been uh, shooting the shit about internally, and it is, uh, again, a, a digital, um, collectible uh, asset. But what I believe is much different is that it is a... Um, it's also a fantasy game. So it's it's daily fantasy... You know they like when DraftKings was super popping for daily fantasy. um, It was you buy cards and then you can play them in a fantasy game, and you buy them for real money, and you have them forever. And they're scarce. They're expensive. They are expensive. It it depends. No different than you know a messy rookie is super expensive, Mm -hmm. but you know a Sancho base tops Chrome isn't.
2: Yeah, but like everything is of a hundred. Like how? Like what's the Mbappe? So rare.
1: So 100%. what they do is yeah. the way this this works is they get the you know team rights they secure and then they make the cards for the players. Cards come out, and every year they will never have more than one hundred and eleven cards per player. So Mbappe has a hundred base, ten what they'll call rare, or super rare I believe, and then one of and then a one of one unique those are given out into the marketplace either through auction or through rewards in their fantasy games. So then when you go to enter the games, you can only use your cards. There's also an entire like when you sign up, you get 10 free cards. So you can grind your way up. You don't really ever have to put money in if you're a a grinder at playing the game. But at the same time, the, the game aspect makes it, I believe, 1,000% different than Top Shot because there's actually utility value to these things. Um, There's a collectible scarcity aspect, but there's an entire community, and think about how big Daily Fantasy is, even still. People don't even talk about it that much, but huge. There's an entire community around the fantasy game, which, if you know much about proper footy, both Fantasy Premier League, FPL, is a huge deal as well as FIFA Ultimate Team and Madden Ultimate Team. And what, the, what I believe they're going to eat at is right now in FIFA, I mean, people will spend thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars to be an amazing FIFA Ultimate Team player, which is a, in, in FIFA video game, you buy packs, no different than kind of regular cards. And, you, and then you get randomized players with their attributes, might be player of the week, so they're a little bit better. You then play the actual video game with those, but the second FIFA 22 comes out, they're irrelevant. They have zero value. And there's very much growing angst from the clubs and from players about FIFA and and their licensing for the video game with EA Sports. And so that's why I think it's completely different than say a Top Shot. And, and that's not to say like Top Shots in beta, I get it, it's early, all this jazz, but.
2: Um, I-, I wanted to say so everyone's clear for anyone who has not listened to listened has paid attention to Sorare at all, and I'm sure Ryan has not either. A Mbappe, the last sold Mbappe, again, the base quote unquote, which is of a hundred, sold for fourteen thousand euros, which is like sixteen thousand dollars, seventeen thousand dollars US. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so that's what you're looking at. And it is it is a fairly limited player base at the moment, right? Yep. Yeah. So um It's interesting.
1: Rye, what is the most in-demand card in your shop on a daily basis? Whether that be product, player, whatever.
0: So when a new product's released, it's always the new product, right? It's, you know, certified basketball, limited football, right? Series one baseball. It's, it's always that card wise. It's always, almost always LeBron. I mean, that's, that's, pretty consistently what it is, is, uh, it is LeBron stuff. So I, I don't see that changing in the near future. He's a
1: beast. He just continues to be a beast.
0: Yeah. I just think it goes down to what Lou's point is though, is, you know, it, I like LeBron. I think LeBron's value long-term is as is, is safe as it gets. I, you know, grew up in Columbus. So LeBron was in Cleveland, got to see him win a title, come back from 3-1. I love watching LeBron play basketball. You know. You know, we we could argue all day, Jordan LeBron. I'm gonna take LeBron. I just I grew up watching him. He he does a lot more for me than Jordan does. So I think that goes back to the whole like collect what you like thing. You know, I think it's again a safer play to 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 collect what you like. Then you're not as concerned as hey, is this card going up? Is this card going down? If you like it, it doesn't make as much of a difference. You're you know you're you're putting in your collection box and you're 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 moving on. You're not like hey man, did I make fifty percent on this card in a week? So. Yeah, for me, it's still it's still gonna go back to LeBron. A bit
2: aligned. I also think KD is kind of cheap right now. I want to put that out there.
1: I'm just enjoying soccer. I love soccer so much. I've never um, it. never once. Uh, KD, yeah, beast. You know what? The, you know what? James Harden, though. Guys, playing yeah. some basketball. Things can change fast. All right, let's uh, reel it back in here for a second. For something that seems like we've talked about for probably three months, four months, maybe. Maybe my time is off, but CLCT, I believe it's what it's traded as. Collector's Universe, the parent company that owns PSA, everyone's favorite beloved grading company, has officially, official officially announced the sale. It is completed. The deal is done. $853 million deal turns the company from public to private. Shareholders will receive $92 per share. PSA has gone from a publicly traded company to a private company, and I believe that has implications in its transparency and business. Uh, But at the same time, has been acquired, and and the group behind it, you gotta say, is very um, uh, innovative, forward thinking, um, and we got to assume that they are going to be looking to um, continue to add brand value, but also just marketplace value in terms of speeding up, you know, turnaround, maybe bringing a digital aspect to it. You know, you gotta imagine with all these, you know, well-to-do and successful business folks that are now involved, sound like they're just not paying attention to Top Shot or how can you digitize ownership? How you know can each one of a, a cards get that get slabbed by PSA have a, a a digital token associated with them that you can display online? All interesting things, um, but uh, yeah, Rye, I would love to get get your thoughts. I know that we are sitting here super backed up on grading submissions um but at the end of the day PSA still reigns supreme even though I've seen one or two HGACSV uh, cards in my timeline of late
0: yeah I think that like you said there's we you know like we talked about earlier kind of getting these these moments where fads happen with you know HG and I think HGA looks really cool uh you know the let's call it what it is those slabs do look cool Mm -hmm. i'll be interested to see how much market you know market traction they get and you know continue to have for the next couple months but yeah just like you said psa reigns supreme at the moment i don't anticipate that changing anytime soon if if you're involved in the market and you've seen completed ebay sales recently you're you're aware what psa brings uh you know to to a card's value um but yeah i'm we we've talked about this before. I'm super excited to see what that that team does, right? I, you know, Nat's one of the people I look up to in this hobby. I mean, if if you've ever seen that guy's collection, it's it's the it's
1: the collection.
0: Yeah, it's up there. It's it's wild. Um so to be able to 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 see that um to be able to see what he's going to do, I think it's going to be exciting. I'm I'm eager to see what happens.
1: I was just looking uh a year ago today, CLCT uh was trading at twenty three dollars a share. So it came off the board four X. It's pretty good. Four X in the last year.
0: So it But that's probably that's probably similar to the market though.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's not. I just you know, think Jor- it's,
0: Jordan rookies are probably up four X.
1: Yeah, more. Yeah. More. Um, for sure more. And Al, Most things are, submissions are definitely up 4X. Sure, 100%. But I, I think it plays into our, you know, how we opened it and the energy that we opened this thing with of like, you invest in it at 20, you know, 30. And then you just pulled in your 92. Top shot sounds super enticing right now. You know what I mean? Because why? If I just did that there, why can't I over here? And I think we've also talked in the show about cards, and sometimes your own successes can be your own biggest vulnerability, because you you kind of what we do. Read something like when we make a play and we fail, we take time to think about why, and what we could have done different. When we make a play and it succeeds. We never take into account that like maybe we got lucky or maybe it wasn't like we weren't in control of this situation, you know? And so then we just believe anything we touch is gold. If we thought, well, I mean, I was right on C T and uh, Top Shot, I'm right, going to be right about that too. And I, so that I just wanted to speak to Jordan Rook, everything's up. So everything. Like, why would There's not nothing everything that is down. to be up? So that, that is uh, a bit of my energy there.
0: So let me ask you this then. They just, deals completed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Not in the, you know, all the investors take over. What what changes do you see a month from now?
1: Uh, UI UX, feedback loops in terms of where your submissions stand. Information, communication.
2: Yeah, I think it's easy to it's easier for anyone listening right now to say get my cards back to me faster. Realistically, that's not a that's not a feasible thing. Nor I don't think they would want to. What they can do in the meantime is be more clear about where your cards are in the grading process. Slash, give you better, give you a better. Uh, Key into what you're going to have before it actually arrives at your doorstep. Typically, what happens is they tell you what your grades are, and then it's pretty much there at your door two days. I could very much see a world where it takes like, you know, an extra two or three weeks, but you know what your grades are.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I think that is, uh, uh, you know, it's ca- uh, is it counterintuitive to their business? Maybe a bit sure, but. Knowing if I sent in something today, a bit of a more realistic timeline of what I when I would get them back, I think it's healthy for their brand.
2: Yeah, like I, I know we've laughed about like they don't want to tell us when we're going to get our grades back. It doesn't matter how long it takes, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it would be nice to know that when I send in my Express, I'm going to get it in three weeks and I can get like a little bit more of an estimated return time. PSA prices are rumored to be going up this week. BGS2.
1: Not surprising. It's from Jason. Makes it wouldn't surprise me. I mean,
2: makes all the sense in the world to me. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, what BGS it's like is doing, we but. we we can't sit here and say that
0: we're surprised that prices are going up, right? Like demand is at an all time high.
2: Yeah, and I think that people would like if, if people would counter that and be like, "Well, HGA is not raising their prices," and it's like, "Cool, HGA was invented 45 minutes ago." So, and I understand, and
0: HGA is only doing 2,000 cards a yeah, week.
2: Yeah, like, and by the way, this is no disrespect to HGA. This is a brand new company. I fucking love when new companies come up and like try to get in the mix, all that stuff. But like, let's be really clear about what 2,200 cards is. That's like not a lot of cards.
0: There's people. There's people. Individuals. We, I will tell you. We send more than twenty two hundred cards a week. To a a week, and that's for the <laughs> entire company. And I'm not super big. Uh, right? Like we're, we're tiny I, in, I, I, in the grand I, schemes of who's submitting cards. Yeah,
2: on. I think I think the the context is important for people who don't understand, uh, or or just confused by like the actual size of these companies and what the amount of business they're actually
0: doing is. And again, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just hard to argue that like, hey, if we raise prices one dollar. You'll stop submitting cards. Right? Like Lou and Ty, if you're gonna to plan to submit hundred cards next Tuesday and price goes up on every single card, one dollar, are you gonna not submit? We've done no,
2: we've had this conversation several times. It's math. It's
0: basic math. Yeah. You just the, the brand means so much in the marketplace. It just it's so much easier to sell a PSA graded card than it is anything raw anymore.
2: I mean, so. I just have no interest in, in submitting anywhere else just what it comes down
0: to be curious to see how long that lasts i you know Me is too. that something that you know right it's Ryan, Prism, have right have you
1: have you submitted to hga
0: no will you only psa uh, maybe at some point in the future I, uh, my big thing is is like it's very similar to prism right prism's been the brand in cards for a while Right for like this isn't one of those like fads that comes and goes where it's like, hey, we want this, we want that. This is Prism's been the brand in cards for a while. PSA's been the 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 brand in cards for a while. Right? It does eventually select or optic make a little bit more sense? Maybe. But, but, but for now it's it's still PSA.
1: You recall a time I might be wrong. Do you recall a time, you Ryan, that Beckett was held to a higher esteem than PSA? BGS grading?
0: It's been a, like, I don't remember again. Th- or maybe th- when they naive. were equal. Y- yes. Long, long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Probably f- five years.
1: Which is not that long. Uh, I mean, it is, but it's not. You know, Prism, whether it's Mosaic or Optic or Select or all this or Top Shot for that matter. You know, these these things do change.
2: One more thing about Top Shot, too. The argument of there's 15,000 Zions, so 15,000 Top Shots is better defeats your argument. It doesn't support it. So I want everyone to keep that in mind when they're speaking about this
0: product. And that's it. All right, so let's go into Play of the Week. uh, We'll bring Jason here in a second to uh, help us with this, but... Again, play of the week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles. So Jason, as always, collects all of the plays of the week that you guys submit to us. he'll he'll pick the best four to eight of them and he'll present them to us live on this show. So just to be transparent, Tyler Lou and I do not see these. Before the episode. We have no idea at all of what's coming. So again, if you're ever interested in submitting to these, Jason will be collecting those so you can reach out to us on Twitter or on Instagram at Card Talk Pod. So you guys ready?
1: Ready to rot.
0: All right. First play of the week. Ooh. This comes from Todd, did I say Jeff Mazzella? Yep. Yeah. On IG. Mm-hmm. And it's a Joe Frazier rookie. Uh, Jason, can you blow that up a little bit? It's a little hard to read. 1964, rookie PSA 6, pop 2, highest grade.
2: So it's a PSA 6, Joe Frazier, and the the quote from Jeff here is, with the Summer Olympics coming up and Ali on the rise, I feel like this should follow PSA 6 with none graded higher. So is this the uh, Joe Frazier rookie card? Is that what this is?
1: I believe so. I believe so. That's what it's looking like. I like it. I like the play. I like boxing. I think combat sports are on the rise. MMA, obviously, has been really cruising along. YouTube fight videos. real YouTube fighters really cruising along. Smoking Joe is a legend. Absolute legend. Maybe he's not Ali, but legend. I think it's a great play. Sold. So is this a... Jason, you threw sold on here. I'm assuming he bought this for sixteen hundred. Cool. Yes, he yeah. bought it. Uh, without taking price into account, I mean, I think this is a more this is a collector's item, in my opinion. And my thought would be, you need to, you know, you got to think about the demand side. So demand might be lower, but at the same time, if you find the right buyer, I think you can make a decent profit off it. I think it's a I think it's a play.
0: I I like it for the idea that like Lou and I uh, love Lou's point earlier about the rarity, right? Like if somebody ever gets on there and it's like, Hey, you know what? I want to get a Joe Frazier rookie card. There's, there's two of them graded a six and there's nothing higher Two, there's You know, 10,000 group breakers and cards alone. And you know, two people can buy this Joe Frazier card again. You know, some, uh, I just have a hard time believing someone out there doesn't want a Joe Frazier rookie card. So, you know, I'm not that person, but it's intriguing. Uh, You know, uh, the rarity aspect of it is, is certainly the, the intriguing part. It's
2: also, yeah, it's the rarity part. And it's like, when you have the highest of a card, it can get really weird, really fast.
1: Like, it can can get
2: really, really interesting. So I like to play.
1: I like to play too. And that's the thing is you might just have to work a little bit harder to find, you know, your exit, but mm-hmm. it's just work.
0: All
1: right, Jay, next one. Ooh. All right, so this
0: is a, this is from golden.sportscards on IG. It's a Bryce Harper rookie, 2012 Top Scrum. It says, was PSA 10 read? Saw this pop up as a follow Harper PSA 10 listings. Harper Woods damaged during shipment. Guy decided to sell it and accepted my ninety nine dollar offer. The Card itself was not damaged.
2: So basically, the card he bought the card, he got it graded. It graded a ten when it came back. Then the the car the case was cracked, so he cracked it out and sold it as is. What do PSA PSA tens have been going for around three hundred? Yeah, I mean that's an that's an amazing play. A hundred bucks to three. It, it's
0: a three hundred fifty dollar card. Period. Three hundred dollar card. Risky, risky, super risky. Don't don't. It's. You can't submit it, like he's saying he bought it, and it's completely out of the case. So you can't submit the whole thing back and have it and slabbed again. You have to regrade yeah. it. What if it gets a nine? The card wasn't damaged.
1: Hold on. Also, oh, I got thrown off by its golden sports cards. How do we know my man just didn't stick a random slab behind it?
0: Exactly. Yeah, I guess. Right, <laughs> sure. He could have swapped a Harper that got an eight for a Harper that got a ten and said this was the one that got a ten. But 10. who's cracking ten cases for no reason? I'm not saying you didn't crack it. I'm just saying that guy could have been like, hey, I'm going to re-slab this myself and sell this as a PSA. Again, yeah. I'm not trying to dash on Golden. I just, it's a it's yeah, I mean, a you're really play. You're crushing Golden's
2: life here. Golden was excited I'm about just, this play. got
0: to be honest. Was, it's, a, it's a risky uh, be, play. I've be also, honest.
1: I mean, how Holder was damaged during shipping?
0: That happens. That's not that. That's not that. I a not, question. Not, we, yeah, not, not out of the realm of possibility okay. for okay. sure. I mean, I, it, that makes me feel a little
1: bit better about the play. I have
2: a Joran Alvarez PSA 10 sitting in a crack case right now.
1: Interesting.
0: I'm saying if it gets a 10, absolutely love the play. I just think it's it comes with a little bit more risk than some of the plays we'll probably see this week.
1: Agreed. And I think it would be nice to know, you know, accepted my $99 offer. What did he have it listed as?
2: Oh, wait. We skipped the most important part of this, by the way. Go on a five day with car collector two grading. We're gonna Ah, know we're gonna know the answer to this
0: question very soon. Uh, this will be awesome. Jason, we gotta revisit this. This This'll be great. Jason. This is
2: awesome. So it was listed for 150 and the guy accepted 99. Okay. Uh,
0: Can't wait. Can't wait to follow up on this. I can't believe we missed that the first time. I will make sure that this gets tracked and I will let you guys know how this does. I don't wanna and then we will bring it up. I don't wanna, you know,
2: infringe on your business. But like maybe you should two day it just for the content.
0: You know what I mean? I will I will make sure this this is tracked. <laughs> we will have a good idea of what this card does.
2: That's awesome. Next one.
0: I can't wait to follow Me up on either. that. All right, Jay, what's the next one? Alright, so this is from the JP Bro eight three one. Is that right, Lynn? Uh
2: JP Bro eight three one. Yep.
0: Yep, so this is a 2015 Kobe Bryant. Uh, Prism Ruby Wave out of three hundred and fifty, bought for one hundred twenty-seven fifty at auction. Ty Lu, any thoughts here?
2: Mm-hmm. Not really interested. I don't. Is this is twenty fifteen the last year of Kobe Prism?
0: No, he's in twenty nineteen.
2: Okay, so then is there any anything behind this, or is it, I'm confused?
0: So a couple of things that stand out to me on it, right? You buy Kobe, it's serial numbered right? It's got a limited print run. I'd rather have, you know, I enjoy the, the, the serial numbered stuff. Um, Prism's the, the, the brand for basketball. The thing I would go into is does it have potential to grade, right? Can you 10 this? It obviously has a lot of upside as a 10. Um, So it does have a lot of upside as a 10. I I would assume it's twice, you know, I mean, it's probably at three. I'll look, but without looking, I would guess a three and a quarter, three fifty PSA 10.
1: Hold on, let's see. Just doesn't interest me.
0: Yeah, me either. But if it the cheap the cheapest one up on eBay is up for a thousand dollars as a ten. And there are none sold. So interesting. Again, every you know, to each his own. Uh, it's surely not the, the worst one. A nine five sold for th- uh three hundred uh about a week ago. So yeah, I think it's got potential. I mean a PSA, if you get a PSA nine on this, it'll sell similar to a BGS nine five. So if you get two fifty for a nine, you know, you're doubling your money. That's that's great return. I'm 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 intrigued by it. I like this one a lot actually.
1: Uh interesting. Because I just what I what I think about is what could you spend $127.50 on card wise? Alternatively. Obviously Kobe's goaded, but If I'm going in after Kobe, even as a smaller time collector, I think there's other things. I don't know. You know, Ruby Wave. 2015. Mm -hmm. I'm indifferent. It's kind of whatever to me. Centering, definitely off left to right.
0: It's more whatever than not whatever. I'll say that.
1: Yeah, it's more like, all right, I see the play. I see the vision.
0: Yeah, again, I just, you know. We we argue on this show that you don't need a million dollars to make a buck on this, right? Like you could buy this Kobe for one twenty. The cheapest one up on eBay now is up for two hundred. You buy it for one twenty seven, get a nice clean picture of it, make the color pop. You go throw it up on eBay for one eighty nine, beat the cheapest one by ten bucks, you sell it, you're still making forty dollars. I mean, that's you know, right? Again, it little little bit of work here and there adds up over time, right? That compounding effect of, you know, doubling your money on or you know, making thirty dollars or forty dollars, you know, thirty percent on a on one card. That's 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 real. And I think that's a lot more you know realistic for most collectors than hey, let's go buy a LeBron Tops Chrome PSD. I agree. So Jay, next one. All right, this is football card of the day, football card of the day, and it's clean lot of three 1984 FTCC Marvel Superheroes first issue cover factory sets. Page seventy nine ninety nine. So Ty Lou, Marvel experts, all like you experts.
1: guys
0: talk. About I don't own one. a
1: single Marvel card. So Lou, you're uh, the Marvel guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lou,
1: all your right. middle name is Marvel. Yeah, that's like, a good point.
2: You're not wrong. You're more right than not right. Um, so nineteen eighty four Marvel is interesting. You know, again, this is another one of these things that it feels like everyone's just trying to chase. It's trying to change the calculation of something that's already happening so to me i don't know what these packs do i, I believe to, to my understanding i'll say this 1984 marvel uh populations are very very low obviously uh and you know let's say you open those packs and you rip them out and you get high grades in the cards i'm sure there's money to be made on those um i'm trying to look up what packs do by themselves so this guy, he bought three packs for
0: eighty dollars so these are the sets, it says, Lou, and the last set did 40 and a set before that did 70 for one set.
2: One sold for $160. I had to
0: search 1984 Marvel factory set. So did I. 160
2: 155 So wait, I'm confused. So one of them is doing 150 When did he buy this? Do we know when he bought this, Jason?
0: $211. 211
2: 211 Yeah, I mean, well, then yep. he's already made a ton of money on these, because if you're at $100, bucks, let us call it 120 bucks each. For each set, you bought three of them for 80 bucks. That's pretty good. Right? I am about to check out his Instagram. I'm looking right now. I mean, the last one was 160. The one before that was 155. And the one before that was 108. And again, these mm. these uh pop PSA pops are very, very low that I know about. So good call. Football cards of the day. Making a play.
1: Yeah, I think that's a strong play. And He's got a fresh Instagram, and it seems like he makes smart plays. I like to play.
0: All right, next one. Oh, This that say Premier Soccer Investing on IG? Uh, wow. So this is a this is a much bigger card. Two thousand fourteen Prism World Cup matchups.
1: Uh, or say math cups. Uh, matchups. It's matchups. It's a matchups card. It's an insert in the 2014 Panini Prison World Cup. It's two goats. It's you know the 08 tops Chrome LeBron Kobe. It's I, I think this card has real juice to it. I'm trying to figure out why it's 21 three with two days to go.
0: Yeah. So there's a couple things that stand out to me on this. Why is there still time remaining? And does the matchups being spelled wrong affect the list? Is price it a play
2: point? if you didn't actually make it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jason. It's a beautiful card in my opinion. It's a huge card in my opinion.
0: It's yeah, it's still up for auction.
1: Is yeah, so Jason, you did my man premier soccer investing dirty.
2: I agree. <laughs>
1: um because I want to give him a big play, but I just don't I just don't got enough data here. But what I'll say he is He said he bought
0: I, it. I mean he clearly didn't buy it. It's literally up on eBay right now.
1: Sure. Cool. So maybe he's selling it. But in general, big fan of this card, big fan of these two legends. If okay. you know about the game, you realize that LeBron James would need to come into the league, into the NBA for us to realize like Mbappe is not Messi at Mbappe's age was so much further along. Really? He in domestic in his play, he was a center midfielder on his impact. I mean, at 19 years old, the dude was dancing around teams in Champions League. But Mbappe's won a World Cup. Neither of these guys have. But just the consistency of what these guys have done is akin to LeBron. It's like the Luka argument. Like the body of work that Luka would have to put together to even come close to LeBron James is insane.
2: Huh. Wow. And these are these the are the PHA guys. say 10's a pop one.
1: These are the guys,
2: and this card is serious. It's a pop one too. That's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, definitely a super cool card. Yeah, interesting. Alright, so that is the last one. So what are the so other what can Luke. we go
2: can we scroll quickly through them just so I can get a look? Marvel Superheroes, Red Wave. Oh, I know what I'm picking. Okay. Uh I'll go first. I picked the Bryce harper one. Um I think there is I think there's real juice. It's a very selective, individual time where you, it can work out, where the guy is selling something that was cracked, and that's why he's selling it, and blah, blah, blah. And assuming that it does grade a 10, which we will find out, thanks to Car Collector 2 grading, um, I think 100 to 350 is a really good play. 100 to 300 is a really good play. Ty?
1: I like the so Joe Kobe, Douglas. the Marvel
0: Packs, Joe Frazier, or Bryce Harper?
1: I like the Joe Frazier play. I like the Joe Frazier play.
2: Hmm.
1: I think for big-time collectors, the tiebreaker, say cards clean.
2: Brian Johnson, the tiebreaker.
0: So, if I have to pick between those two, uh, it's tough, but like, I'm going to be honest, I I would pick the Kobe. (laughs) I, I like, so I like the Joe Frazier because of the rarity aspect of it. That intrigues me. The Harper is a lot more risk versus reward, right? There's a lot of upside there, but no, I just don't see as much potential. The Kobe to me is like serial numbered stuff will matter long term. Kobe stuff is going to always be popular. I, I just, you know, I, I think this is a card you buy at one twenty, you know, one twenty seven, and you go home and you list it for one ninety, and you make forty bucks. And I, again, I just, uh, it's on eBay at auction. I, I think this is a real play. So. um yeah, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the Kobe. I think we're all going different ones on this one. I, you know, there there's an art, you know, yeah. the Marvel packs, you know, you can make a couple hundred dollars doing that too, right? Yeah. That's a unique play. So uh, these are all really good. I like all of these, but if you're asking me to pick one, I'm picking Kobe.
2: So who's the play of the week winner when all three of us pick different ones? Uh, uh,
0: the guy we didn't pick.
2: <laughs> Marvel
0: wins.
1: I think the Kobe, based on Ryan's take, put it
0: up. Put it up on Instagram.
2: Yeah, I guess we could, we could let the people pick. That's a good, that's a good call. We it's could the let people
1: the people pick, pick but it's going to be the Kobe. You think? I think that long term, based on Ryan's intuition, and I just always think about the everyday collector. I think what I'm trying to do is unjade myself, because this isn't as interesting to me, but this will move prism all right Ruby so wave so you're Kobe. changing
2: you're changing your pick
1: yeah okay no so. i'm not changing my my pick but i'm saying
2: i mean you either are or you're not it's pretty
1: well <laughs> if we're all at a stalemate it's like someone's got to make a move
2: yeah so are you going to be the bigger man and give up your pick no,
1: yeah i'm not i am i am all right good I for am. You. congrats I to you am. for
2: doing that a lot of people wouldn't
0: do that
1: well i just did <laughs> yeah. presenting new information
0: all right, so is that what we're going with? Yeah, we're going with Kobe. All right, Kobe. So Kobe is the Play of the Week. Again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one spot for cards and collectibles. I really like Play of the Week. It's good times. It's a good time. I love it. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. think yeah, it's
1: fun. Big Play of the Week guy.
0: All right, so last but not least, we've got to get into latest launches, and I think it's worth pointing out Um again for those that are really in big into following breaks and boxes and a lot of that part of the hobby uh last week there were some some delays right you had that uh that ice storm down in Texas that kind of shut everything down weather moved up the you know the east coast Nashville where a lot of product comes from that's where a lot of the main distributor hubs are that got delayed so products like limited certified basketball a lot of that stuff we did not get last week um and I think that delayed a lot of products uh, in the future by like I, I think a week on a lot of stuff. Um not by not by much, but um it'll be interesting to to watch what happens because that definitely uh sets some stuff back. But this week in releases we've got Lee Flash Baseball, Garbage Pale Kids Food Fight, uh Pokemon TCG First Partner Collectors Binder. Um and that I believe is it for this week. You're going to have some stuff next week like Donner's basketball, Black Diamond hockey, and Prism EPL soccer, as well as Plates and Patches football. So next week will be big, but this week I think there's nothing super crazy because of uh the delays from limited certified. Um I think even some Shining Fate stuff got stuck in Nashville and other places. So um so yeah, uh not really a, a whole lot this week, but next week will be full of full of fun.
1: If you, you're you going to listen to this, this comes out tomorrow on YouTube and audio. Joao Felix is playing today. Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea. It's a good one. It's a big one. Champions League. There's also Champions League tomorrow. Tweet at Card Talk Pod tomorrow after listening to this. If you're a soccer fan, with who you think is going to win the Champions League, we're going to do some giveaways. At Card Talk Pod on Twitter, give us your thoughts on who's winning Champions League.
0: Ty Lou, I want to I, wa- I want to leave you something with this too. Darren Ravel was the guy that got me into the Dwayne the Rock Johnson oh, Bumblebee card. Yeah. I saw him tweet about it. I thought it was super fascinating. This was you know over a year. This was a year ago, and the cards obviously exploded recently. There were some rumors that there's been some private sales on that card recently, um, that that I've heard and. Actually, one of our listeners mentioned it to me that there's been a couple of private sales on that card. But Darren Ravel actually uh, right? put his PSA 9 up for sale and it ends tonight. So this is Tuesday. So it'll end when the episode drops tomorrow. Uh, it's about 12.9 at the moment. So I'll be, as someone that owns a 10, um, I'm very intrigued to see where the 9 ends up. So, again, a card I've just been following for quite some time, but I think it's something to. Uh, that i that I want to keep track of and and watch and see how that card does
1: and if you're listening to this and you, and this is gonna be on Wednesday and now we're doing a lot of if you're listening to this, hopefully you made that play and if you did let us know
0: is he he's selling it through probe Uh Peter it was one of somebody on eBay
2: that's Darren's card though but right,
0: it's up yeah he's tweeted about it Interesting. so all right that's all we got for this week guys we will see you next week.